Dr. Anne Bundy-Baroost, welcome to Triple H. Thank you so much. Um, I'm, I'm interviewing you because I saw that you were the state finalist for Australia's Local Hero last year, and I can't believe I didn't track you down last year to do this interview, but better late than never. We have Australia Day coming up. Um, I would love to talk to you about the work that you've been doing as a refugee champion and also the work you do um, in health promotion, which is so life-changing. That's great. I'd love to talk about it. It's my favorite topic. Excellent. So um, how did how did the award come about? Were there, were there warning signs? Did you know that it was on the cards? Well, I have a couple very enthusiastic young um, volunteers and interns or past interns in the program, and um, they're enthusiastic about the program, and they're enthusiastic about my leadership, and um, I think what is near as I can glean, a couple of them put in separate proposals, so maybe... Mm. Maybe, you know, there are a lot of nominations, so I have no real idea how um, I got to the significant nomination stage, which was amazing. Um, I had no clue, to be perfectly honest. I received something in the mail, and um, we're receiving at Football United, uh, the, the organization itself, and me in particular, invitations to attend lots and lots of things. Yeah. So when I saw the, and, and you know, interestingly, they sent the invitation or the nomination by rather than email, and I saw the envelope come, and I almost just put it on the side, thinking, okay, they're going to want us to support their cause or something, and I didn't yeah. pay much attention to it at first. And I thought, oh, I got to open this before I pass it on, and then I saw this certificate with my name on it. I just completely mm-hmm. it's just crazy. <laughs> What fun. Oh, those are the best, aren't they? The ones you think, oh, no, I'll just leave that one. That, that is exactly. an important one. <laughs> Turns out to be pretty cool um, nomination. It was very, very cool. And the thing about the nomination was it's an extraordinary honor, obviously, uh, for me. But more than that, it was really recognition of Football United and and everybody involved with it. So that was very cool. This is what I'm understanding is that these nominations, they really catapult the the project that you're doing or the cause that you're working for. It, it really gives it a great head start. Is that what happened for you? I mean, I know it was quite well established, wasn't it, by the time you got the nomination? Yeah. But it, did it change um, the public awareness or perception? You know, I have to say, I wish it would have, but not really. Um, The good thing about it is now I'm invited to lots of different things that I can use those as platforms. But as far as um, some kind of magic propulsion forward, I I don't think so, not really. And it's actually interesting because we celebrated our 10-year anniversary last year. So Football United has been going on for 10 years. And we've had some good media coverage over the years. But it still astounds me that uh, there are still we're still not all that well known um, among a lot of different levels, which is kind of unusual. I, I mean, I don't under, I don't really know why we've got, like I said, significant TV and radio coverage over the years, and um, I would have thought that people, you know, interested in football and refugees and disadvantaged youth in general 
because it's not just the refugees that we work with. It's it's kids in um, all low socioeconomic districts across greater Sydney. And at times, um, we even have programs running in Canberra and South Australia as well. Wow. So it really has grown. And I, I think that what I've, what I was really inspired by is that the, the program itself is completely transferable to other demographics and other areas. It's, it's not something that is very specific to refugees, as you pointed out. You know, it yeah, really it really is. is all about promoting social cohesion, social mm-hmm. harmony, and building positive youth development. Yes. Looking beyond the outside, funnily enough, isn't it? The, 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 in football, someone wears a uniform and it um, delineates them as a particular team. But actually, you're even breaking that down and saying, well, actually, we're all one team and we might play, you know, we, we're all going to be all different nationalities, or all different cultures playing on a, on a different team that you might not class as a team. Yeah, well, it also depends on how you do it. And this is one of the big and significant things that um, football social change internationally emphasizes, you know, all the time, which is it depends on how you approach the game. It depends on how you approach the team level. And we have uh, uh, internationally, it's called um, football three. And what we do is we call it fair play football. So, you know, when we run tournaments, we actually give points for the behavior of the collective team on the field. And there are always an option for fair play points to be added to the actual points that are that are kicked. Now, of course, you can't run FIFA, um, you know, and you can't you can't run federation games like that. Well, you could. You wouldn't be able to add the points. <laughs> but why not? At the end of the day, when you look at some of the very poor poor play things happen out on the field. But anyways, it's it's you know, it really is it's all about how we how we come about it. And then in Football United, we do more than just football, obviously. The football is the hook, it's the thing that brings mm. it together. It's the core that runs across what we do, but um we have a very significant uh, youth development program which involves um all sorts of positive youth development workshops and life skills. And um, in 2000, well, last year, actually, we finalized the launch and development of a new NGO called Creating Chances, which is based on our life skills program called Creating Chances. And we we connected with the Rugby Foundation and set up a new NGO based around Creating Chances for Youth Using Sports and Sports-Infused Methodologies. So it's pretty exciting. That is exciting. And so you actually do so much work outside of the Kuringai area. (laughs) (laughs) Most of our work is out of the Kuringai area. Although I would have to say that um, because I have children who've grown up through the Kuringai public school system, we do have a lot of Kuringai youth volunteers. And it, it started with me getting my own kids involved very early on. And their friends hearing about what we do and coming on board, and now it's just kind of cycling. I do have hopes that we could develop some partnerships with some of the schools in the area, but it's all a question of person power. And you know, every partnership, interestingly enough, takes a significant amount of people hours to 
to fight, to develop, to foster, yeah. to maintain. Yeah. And, you know, so that, that it's all a question of human resources at the end of the day. I also will say that Linfield Soccer Club, from the very, very beginning, was of huge support. Again, it's all down to who you know. And it turned out that I had a couple of really good friends, one who was with St. Ives Soccer Club and the other one who was with, with Linfield. And both clubs are significantly responsible for us ever being able to start. Yeah, well, because we had no funds. It was just an idea that I wanted to pursue. And I, I you know, it was, it was actually part of my, it was actually my doctoral thesis research. Yes. And yes. Um, so I spent about a year and a half meeting people all over the um, south and southwestern Sydney area who were working in refugee settlements and welcome and, and in football. And when it came a bit clear as to how we might try to develop this program, yeah. I didn't have any money or any gear or anything. And a friend of mine was at the time president of St. Ives Football Club. And every Friday, he would drop some gear off for us to borrow for Saturday morning events. And I would come, I would drop it back off at his house. And he hooked us into connecting with referees. There were a number of referees from the Kringa district area who uh, uh, donated their time on a regular basis, um, and a number of coaches that do- donated their time. And for the years, if it hadn't been for um, this friend from St. Ives and my other friend from um, Linfield, we may not have been able to move things forward as fast as we did. That's fantastic to hear, you know, that the, the community supported you. Um, and it, it's great because you used education and a doctoral thesis to to change something on a on a grand scale. So the the research and the the study hasn't remained on the paper. It's really come into real life. It's, that to me is inspiring study. Well, I learned. Um, I didn't come to U, uh, the University of New South Wales as an academic. I actually was hired to run a, a peace building project and sort of fell into academia along the way. And I learned very early on that the person I am could not just do desk-based research, that I had to be involved in research that would change things uh, in in one way or another. And so this was exactly that kind of a philosophy. You know, and I think that it's really important for people in academic settings to remember that some of the best learning happens when you're actually involved in doing things practically. I don't mean to be coming across as saying there isn't. There's there's a significant amount in the School of Public Health and Community Medicine where I teach is all about applied research and action research, as we call it. So I don't mean to make it sound like we're the only ones that ever did it, but I think there's quite a significant amount of it. But that's also where I decided that if I was going to stay at the university, that's how I would have to do things. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us and tell us about the project. Now, if people want to get in touch with you and uh, hear more about what you do, other than obviously doing a full show with me, which we'll be talking about, um, how can they get? How can they see what you do? I think the best is simply to go to our website, which is www.footballunited.org. .au and um, there's a everything's there. Uh, my contacts, the contacts of the program, and a lot of really cool information about what we do. Some wonderful Thanks. video clips, by the way. 
Wonderful. I look forward to it. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Great to talk to you.